Blog Talk Radio. It's the Rad Reality Show, the roundtable discussion about Big Brother, and we sometimes talk about a little bit more than Big Brother. Here's our theme music. It's the Rad Reality Show, live on Block Talk Radio. We've got a great show tonight. Let's kick it off with Iris on for Thursday night, especially during Big Brother's time of the year. And you know what it is. Big Brother fans, I'm Cherry Garcia. This is the Rad Reality Show Network, and I thank you for coming to hang out with us after just watching that great live eviction episode of Big Brother 17 on CBS. Now it's time for us to start the Big Brother 17 Roundtable Show with host Michael Cowboy Ellis from Big Brother Season 5, proud member of the Four Horsemen Alliance, one of the best alliances ever. And Cowboy has an extra special guest joining us tonight, and they will both be recapping tonight's amazing episode. Um, This guest was on season 15. Uh, He was given a second chance on that season, and once he was voted back in the game after his first eviction, when he re-entered the game, he became a member of an alliance called the Detonators. And we all thought that he had a good chance to win the game. But so did the last four house guests who took him out uh, when they had a chance on double eviction night. But aside from all that, you might remember him uh, for his southern charm and his beloved bear shirt that was worn by every house guest in Big Brother 15. Of course, I'm talking about none other than J-U-double-D-D. Judd Doherty, and we can't wait to hear what he has to say tonight. Myself and Paul from Minnesota will be your co-host tonight, and you're invited to call in and talk to Cowboy and Judd at 1-347-237-5506. Once you're on our switchboard, we do ask that you please press the number 1 key, which lets us know that you want to join us on air. 
We love to hear your thoughts on what's going on in the Big Brother house. So don't be shy. Call in tonight. Talk to Cowboy and Judd. Let us know what you think about what's going on in the Big Brother house. Um, Before things get real busy, uh, let's say a quick hi to my fellow co-host, Paul, and then we'll bring our host, Cowboy, up and get this party darty started. So, Paul, how are you doing up in Minnesota? Hi, Cherry. Hi, everyone. Um, I'm doing well. I'm, I'm not... There's so many alliance names that they all kind of blend together. You said exterminator or detonators was wasn't it? I'm the sorry, exterminators? It was exterminators. I'm sorry. I will, I'm, I I stand corrected. It no. was exterminators. I, as soon as I you. said it, I knew I was wrong. <laughs> there is there are so many names nowadays. That's become such a big deal that that uh, they all blend together at some point, and it's it is hard to remember. Except uh, we always remember the four horsemen. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. So it's going to be a busy night tonight, I have a feeling. Um, So much going on. And I can't believe that she's finally gone. But she is. So let's play our host intro song and get him up here with us and see what he's got to say. I can't wait. It's going to be a busy night. Here we go, folks. Welcome, Michael Cowboy Ellis. How are you doing tonight? Howdy. I am doing good. And, uh, you know, before we start, I want to say that, you know, Stephen's message to Audrey tonight was right on. I agree with him. I want to say I love Audrey as a person and what she stands for. I'm glad that she was able to have the platform, but it caught up to her. And we have a song for what happened tonight. Paul, Jerry, did it. Let's, let's do it. Finally gone. He is, and finally all the lies caught up, and she is gone. But as a person, I I give her all ten fingers up, whatever you want to say, two thumbs up, whatever. I give her props. I hope that she can take this and she can regroup. Uh, I know that she had a rough week. But she made a rough week 
of it, uh, I, I have to say this. I had a whole new respect for James. Oh, my gosh. I cried like a big baby, and I, you know, I give him props for doing that. I don't know if he did that to give her an extra point at the end of the week, her being a have-not, but I have to say, you know what? That's a good man right there. Yep. I agree. I honestly do. I think he genuinely has a big heart. I really do. He's going to make a woman a happy uh, husband one day. And uh, I really think that was genuine. And I just, I, it just, it broke my heart to see that. And, you know, I'm, I'm glad that Audrey did not give up. I am glad she, I mean, did not push that button. She did give up, but she did not push the button and take it easy way out. No, and you know, there was a lot of speculation that um, she was going to self-evict. And, you know, Twitter was just going wild with speculation that she was going to self-evict the night that she spent like two hours, I mean, five hours in uh, the DR. And I didn't know, you know whether she was going to or not, I wasn't sure, you know, if it didn't seem like she would do that, but Twitter was just going crazy with speculation, and thankfully she didn't. I'm glad that she stuck it out and went out with her head held high. I I don't want to get off, off um, course here, Joe was just telling me in the uh, chat room there's been another mass shooting in a movie theater in Louisiana. I just switched over to CNN and wow, there are two confirmed dead and they're still calling people out. Their families are in our thoughts and prayers. I... You know, I just cannot believe that people are just doing this. I mean, it's just, it's not worth it to take another life. It's just, it's just not, you know, it's bad enough you hear people taking their own lives, but people taking other people's lives and not able to protect themselves. I don't understand. It breaks my heart. I don't understand. I know. I, I just don't understand it. But I believe um, we've got a couple of people on the switchboard. One hasn't been screened yet. Um, I think we may have your guest on the switchboard. Um, I just don't understand these shootings. You know, St. Louis is is getting so bad with shootings. We're, We're up to be almost double what we were last year. And I think we're going to be like the highest in 20 years. So but just so you know, uh, Judd's arrow code is 423. Okay. 
and he he was on the switchboard. He said he could hear us, so. He dropped off, Jerry. Okay, I'll, I'm going to text him back. Okay. Wow. Well, they're in our hearts and prayers, and hopefully all this nonsense uh, stops. Um, I want to say the Wax Street boys, boy, didn't they look good. They did such a great job. They did. I wonder if they knew that they were going to do a live performance tonight. No. Or if that was sort of sprung on them last minute. I I think it was uh, last minute. I, I think that they, I mean, they were dressed up, but... I also feel like they weren't ready either, but they couldn't, they couldn't hear the music. They were like, you know, the should have already started. We could hear the music, but they couldn't hear the music. They did a really good job. I thought, you know, with, with everything going on. And I thought it was kind of last minute too. And throwing Jason up there, you know, I thought it was a great move. I thought they did really good. So we do have your guest on the switchboard. Great. Bring him up with us. Here we go. We have none other than J-U-double-D, Jed Darty, Jed... What's up, Hardy, Darty, Hardy. How are you, Jed? Doing good. How are y'all doing? Doing good. How are you, brother? Doing good. Sorry, I, could, I was having problems with my phone, so sorry I'm late. <laughs> <laughs> You're not the first. I tell you what, we I, I I forget who it was, but we had a guest try to call in. Like uh, this was a couple of years ago. They uh, tried calling in uh, like at 9 a.m. and uh, we don't do the show until you know 9 p.m. Central Time. And I was like. <laughs> You you couldn't get nobody because no one was on. But <laughs> yeah, nine a.m. is pretty early. <laughs> so I, so I've so I've learned to say p.m. Central Time when I try to recruit you guys. But it's always great to have you. Welcome back to the show. How you been, buddy? I've been doing great. How you been doing? <laughs> oh, I can't uh, complain. And uh, so awesome. are you watching BB Seventeen? Yeah, I'm loving this season. I love this cast. Um, I don't know, a lot of people disagree with me, but it's my favorite cast since season 10, for sure. Well, apparently <laughs> Brittany Hayes thinks so, too. <laughs> since season 10? Well, she thinks it's like the best season ever. Mm. But I, I tell you what, she looked really good tonight. I, I'm a yeah, I missed, I missed her on there. I missed like the last like five minutes after I seen who won HOH. Um I had to do something, so I missed the end of it. But I have a DVR, so I'll definitely check it out. Yeah, she she's. I tell you what, she she looks good, and she's got two babies now. I I tell you what, uh, that's you awesome. Know, I, I just give her props. She's just incredible, and she gave uh, props out to. She was uh, she's rooting for Vanessa and Johnny Mac and Jason. 
Oh wow, yeah, I'm a huge Johnny Mac fan. I'm uh He's my yeah. favorite this season for sure. <laughs> I think everybody likes him though. He's everybody's favorite. Bob Kerr, Johnny Mac. <laughs> everybody likes him. He's a great player. He's very entertaining. Uh, I think he's sitting in a good position right now. I hope this week doesn't hurt him, but I don't know. It should be really entertaining this week as far as the Battle of the Buck goes. You know, I don't like Battle of the Buck, but this time we have two different sides, so I think it should be interesting. Right. I'm wondering like, who they're going to nominate. You know, I kind of thought it was going to be six cents all the way, so they weren't targeting that group. And Clay wasn't playing for the longest time. He wasn't what? He he was like in the corner. No one picked him to play until towards the end. So I was like, oh, you know, yeah. well, you know, they're yeah, just no, going to let him there. He wasn't put up earlier, but you know, I don't know. It should be really interesting because Vanessa's with the six cents and all. And then Jackie's on the other side of the house. So it'll be interesting to see who they'll nominate and what the Battle of the Buck is and who wins that. You know, it's really going to set the tone, I think. And it can really draw a line. So I'm really glad Johnny Mack didn't win this HOH because I think everyone likes him and he doesn't have to pick a side this way. And I think he's still going to be safe. Right. Well, the biggest question is the Twins. Is the Twins going to be safe? And, And that's... You know, does Jackie put Liz up, or does she keep them safe? So, you know, they've got to survive one more week. Right, yeah, I really, really hope that they can survive this week. I'd like to see both of them in the game. Um, I mean, it might not be true with all twins, but most twins kind of get, you know, invested in the same things, you know, when when it comes to interacting with others. So I'd like to see, you know, if one of them's having a disagreement, is the other one going to jump in and they're going to kind of vibe off each other? I think it's going to be really interesting. And I hope that both the twins get to play at the same time. Um, Liz is probably my second favorite next to Johnny Mac. I think she's really entertaining and funny. So I'd like to see her make it really, really far. And Julia too, but yeah, Liz is pretty awesome. Well, if you if you like one, you almost have to like the other one in a way, huh? Yeah, almost. But I mean, they seem a little different, you know. Whenever you watch it, I mean, one of them's got the relationship going on with Austin and everything. The other one doesn't. You know, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting with both of them in there. Right. Okay. Do you guys know, do you guys know about what happened with Austin uh, in the early morning hours? No. <laughs> okay. So Austin thought it'd be a good idea. Now that Julia's in there, uh, he said, I think it's a good idea that I I will talk to Jason because he doesn't really have anybody, that kind of thought in his head. And he goes and tells Jason that he knows about the twins. He <sighs> said they have, they have talked to him during the music in the morning. And Jason kept talking, and Austin just can't keep his mouth shut. And he said, yeah, one of them is named Julia. And to be honest with you, if I can stay safe this week, I wouldn't be at all disappointed if you could if you targeted Julia to get out next. And wow. he, tells, he tells Jason of all people, does he think Jason doesn't tell everybody? And so Jason immediately tells Meg. Then they both go into the bathroom, and Meg and Jason, like giddy little kids, call Shelly in and tell Shelly. And then Vanessa walks in, Vanessa walks in and they tell Vanessa and 
they both Meg and Jason now are kind of targeting uh, Austin. Vanessa goes up to the HOH, talks to Shelly and Clay, and they are are done with Austin. They just can't trust wow. him, and now they're looking to go after Austin. So that's that's kind of yeah. wild. Well, with a huge alliance like that, I mean, you know, it's bound to happen, but it seems like it always happens earlier than later. So, you know, it's about time that something happened with that alliance, you know. But, you know, I hate to say I'm saying break up right now, but, wow, I mean, Austin running around playing the game too hard like that, you know, that's kind of what it gets, you know. It's almost like Audrey or something. She's scrambling whenever she didn't have to, and that sounds like that's what he's doing, scrambling to do, which stuff and make moves when he doesn't have to do anything like that. Like, why even bring that up? You don't use that to your advantage later on. I don't get why he's doing that, but I hope it doesn't screw things up for Julia and Liz. I just read your mind, Sherry. Pardon me? I know. (laughs) I was just typing in the chat room that he that. Austin's doing the same thing that Audrey was doing. Oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, I just don't get... It's like they're wanting to get popularity or something, but why not just save it and use it for your game instead of popularity? I don't get it. Like, it's not. It's a marathon, not a sprint. Like, hold out a little bit. You know, keep that information to yourself or with your alliance until you need it, but it seems like he's getting a little too anxious. <laughs> Judd, I have one quick question, and then I'm going to shut up for a bit. But, Judd, I have one quick question for you. There is Liz, Julia, and Meg, and I was thinking Judd would enjoy being in the house with any of those three girls. Is that true? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Meg's not one of my favorites, but, yeah, I would would pick maybe Shelly over Meg, but, (laughs) yeah, for sure. Add Becky in there, it would be a perfect (laughs) house. (laughs) Jackie, so, so, look at Jackie. <laughs> hey, so, Judd, I got a question. So every guy that comes on my show, I, I have to ask this. So I'm going to ask you as well. So if What's you're up? sitting at the bar having a couple of drinks, Audrey comes and sits down. Do you buy her a drink? Do you flirt with her? Well, if you did not know. No. <laughs> Judd, don't lie to us. No, really, seriously. I'm not into Audrey. <laughs> Never was. I tell you, I tell you what. You know, I'd be first to say I, I'm. She's taller than game. me. Are you kidding me? I don't. I don't like girls that are taller than me. So. <laughs> I, like, I like. I mean, the twins are. I, I don't know how tall are the twins. So it's hard to tell because Liz is always with Austin, and he's like nine foot tall. So it's hard to tell how tall the twins are. <laughs> it's hard to tell. Well, I don't know. I think Audrey looked good tonight, and I don't care what anyone said. But, uh, you know. <laughs> I don't know. It's not an Audrey fan. <laughs> I, you know, I want to say, you know, this is the first I've ever seen, you know, uh, someone not at the veto ceremony and sleeping in the uh, diary room. I mean, isn't that crazy? To not, and I'm shocked that production allowed her to do that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what was going on. It looks like she was having a mental breakdown. I mean, I'm not an Audrey fan whatsoever, but I will give Audrey this. I mean, that house is way harder than it looks when we're watching from the outside. It gets to you even if you're not a target, you know, if you feel safe and stuff. You're still stressed out. So, I mean, whenever you feel like the whole house is against you, 
you know, I only had like three or four people against me at a time. So no, having like the number that she has against her, I mean, it is hard, you know, it's hard on anybody though. And, you know, people go through it every season and they still fight and stuff. So I was kind of disappointed that Audrey didn't try to, you know, fight it out till eviction day. You know what I mean? Like, I know it's hard to change people's minds. It's almost impossible to change anybody's minds. It's like they automatically have it made and all the lies that she's told. I mean, it's her own fault, but it is hard. So, you know, yeah, I guess I guess I can see why she's doing that. I don't agree with it, but I understand it. It's it's a it's an emotional roller coaster, you know. I always say right. if you're not a nut going in a house, you leave a nut. And you know, I there was a you know a young lad. I, I I think I went blank of who it was. I want to say his name was James, but I may be wrong. But there was a guy in season four that was on there that he. Uh, left his daughter behind, and he was crying and boo-hooing, and I was like, you know, suck it up. Why are you crying? You know, it, you know, be a man, blah, blah, blah. And yeah. the funny is I go on there the next year, and I leave behind my oldest son and my family and stuff, and I'm crying like a big baby. Again, <laughs> just messes with you, like, in and out, and... You know, anymore, if I see someone crying, you know, just a regular cry, I miss my, you know, girlfriend or I miss my boyfriend or my husband or wife or kids. You know, I I understand. You know, I've been there, you know. But what really now playing the game, and I know, Judd, people probably tell you this as well, what gets underneath my skin sometimes is when people say, I would have done it differently. Why did they do this? And you don't know unless if you, you're in that situation yourself. Yeah, I mean, for sure, it's a lot easier to play the game, you know, like, even now, you know, even though I've played before, it's easier for me to play on my couch or in front of my iPad, you know, like, oh, no, do this, do that, don't do this, you know. But, you know, you said it best. You, you know, you don't think of that whenever you're in there, you know. You're, you're not in the room seeing what we're seeing sometimes, you know. They don't know about some of these conversations and stuff until later. And, you know, I think the, there's plenty of things I wish I would have done different, you know, whenever I was in there. But you can't play the what-if game. It'll drive you insane. So just roll with the punches. <laughs> right. You know, what do you think about uh, Austin giving a vote to keep Audrey in the house? Do you think maybe that was because of maybe what happened in the house prior to what was going on tonight? No, I think he's, I mean, honestly, I think he's just trying to throw in some random gameplay, you know, get people's minds racing, wondering who that vote was, maybe try to pin it on someone later, you know, act like Jason or, you know, I'm sorry, not, yeah, Jason, I almost said Johnny, but, you know, someone like that, oh. you know, blame it on them, you know, later on, maybe he's okay. doing that, you know, I always wish that, me and McCray both said that we wish we were through like a random vote to Amanda just to make her wonder. <laughs> but, you know, at the same time, you're in there and you're not seeing everything, so you don't want to screw up the vote by being the one person that, you know, gets okay, an ally. Here, here, I will fill you in because it was talked about, Austin talked about it last night as well. The, the thinking behind it was there's been rumors for the longest time that they thought that 
that Audrey was America's player, or maybe it could be Steve. And because Austin knew that Audrey was going out, he thought, well, if we have another hinky vote, maybe they'll say, oh, maybe it wasn't Audrey, maybe it was Steve, so that they would have a target, another target, uh, um, instead of Audrey ahead of him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a. I, I think that's a good, useful move. I mean, have something to work with. I mean, it's. I don't know. It's just being resourceful, I guess, while you're in there. You know, that one vote, you know, use it to your advantage instead of throwing it to a majority that you know is going to get rid of Audrey anyways. It's not going to yeah. hurt anything to throw that one vote out there if you feel that comfortable. So I don't think it. I don't know. I think I don't think it's going to be like a great move, but I think it could actually help him a little bit. Right. What did y'all think of Johnny Mac's uh, uh, speech to everybody at the <laughs> end of the? <laughs> it just seemed like he didn't give a shit. <laughs> what do I you mean, guys think about there not being like, another takeover? <laughs> You know, it's not a takeover. It was no, it wasn't, and it's scaring me that you went two weeks in a row, and there's no takeover. I mean, I'm wondering. This is my thinking. I think it might have cost them too much to do Big Brother takeover, or it just was not what they thought it was going to be, and so they quit doing it. Do you think they would say something? You know, totally because agree. everyone is expecting it. They said it was going to be a season-long twist. Yep. And every week there would be a takeover. And so everyone is sitting here waiting for a celebrity takeover each week, which is what they said the season was going to be. Yep. And now we're two weeks without anything and no word from them as to why right, and right. what's going on. So I'm just wondering what you guys think about what the hell is going on. <laughs> Maybe the takeover is that there's no takeover. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you guys need to go take over. I don't know. Maybe right, they would try to it. say that the 90s thing was a takeover or something like that. I mean... It, all it was was them dancing, I guess, and I guess little themes in the competitions or something. So they'll say, like, oh, this is the 90s takeover week. So maybe they'll throw in, like, a theme or something this week. I don't know. It's really weird that there's not a guest. So I didn't see the end, so I didn't know that there wasn't one. I would love for them to throw a keg in the uh, middle of the backyard and let them uh, go out <laughs> and uh, watch them all night. Yeah, let them, <laughs> let them get trashed like they do in UK and stuff. That would be awesome. <laughs> Absolutely. We've got a few callers on the switchboard um, who they may just be listening, but I just want to remind people, if you want to join us on air, remember to press the, the one key if you want to join us on air. That lets us know that you want to join us uh, in the conversation. If you're just listening, that's fine. But if you want to come up on air with us and join the conversation, please press the number one key. Just need to get that in there because we have a, a few people just listening on the switchboard, and I don't know. Cherry, I have a really important question for you. Awesome, I'll try to answer. Okay, who do you hope wins power veto this week? <laughs> I hope wins power veto this week. Yeah, yeah. Um, explain. We don't even know the nominees. <laughs> <laughs> I'll oh, answer yeah. it anyway. Do I'll a shot answer. Start. Yeah. Bobcat Johnny Mac. 
Okay. Uh, yeah. The Vito King. How long yeah, you guys been like hurt him having those Vito wins? Pardon me? Do you think it's going to hurt him to have those Vito wins? No. Uh, it has, might has put a small target on him, but... Yeah. Has anybody mentioned it? No, not really. What I've seen. Yeah, and I've seen the seeds lately, so I didn't know if they had. I'd like, I'd like to see him and Becky really team up, you know, once jury starts. Like, everybody does have their person, and Johnny Mac doesn't, from my understanding, have that one person that he's a solid ally with. Like, I would like to see him with Becky 100%, because I don't think that she has anybody, like, I don't think she has any alliance whatsoever, does she? Well, not really. I mean, she's with Jason and Jackie a little bit. And, oh, uh, really? Well, I mean, the, she hangs out with them. But, you know, I, I love what Brittany said tonight, that tonight was the first time she saw Jackie in the game. And talking about uh, her floating through. And uh, I, I give Brittany props for saying that tonight was the first time she saw Jackie play. And, uh, <laughs> and, and it's actually true. Yeah, I mean, well, she was trying to get all that information from Liz. Just kidding, but I thought it was so funny that Liz was, like, appalled and thought that Jackie was trying to get info from her. <laughs> she was just making sure she was safe. I thought that was hilarious. I think it was last Sunday. So somebody in our chat room wants to know what you think about James. James, uh, he was one of my favorites at the beginning. Um, not really rooting for him right now because there's just, I don't not like him, but there's just a lot of people I root for over him. So I don't know. He's cool, though. I like him. I like the whole Southern thing. He reminds me of somebody from home and stuff. So, I mean, he's a good player, but he's not somebody that I'm rooting for at this point in the game. Okay. Fair enough. So who do you want to see stay in HOH? Who do I want to see stay in HOH? Well, it's all going to depend on who their nominees are, but I'm leaning towards Vanessa because I just like the sixth sense. I like that side of the house, so I'd like to see her stay in power. Let's see. I think she's one of the the smartest people in the house. Yeah, she knows everything about the days and stuff. I've heard her and Shelly comparing notes, and she knew everything. Um, really good strategist and stuff. I think she's a good player. She's kind of in the middle for me, her and Austin both. Like, I don't exactly root for them, but I don't root against them. You know what I mean? Like, they're kind of – I would kind of put her, Austin, and Clay. Like, they're kind of in the middle. I don't know if I'm, like, rooting for them yet or against them yet. You know, whereas, like, Shelly, I like her, but I don't like Clay as much as I like her. You know, he's they're kind of like in this little purgatory if I like him or not. <laughs> you know what I mean? But that's what I like right. about Big Brother and stuff. Things can change up every week. You know, you like certain moves that different players do. That's what I love about the game. You know, like, my favorite could change next week. You know, I might like Johnny Mac the least, but right now he's my favorite. So, I don't know. It, it changes all the time, and I love that about Big Brother. Absolutely. Okay, would you guys like to take a call from a fan? Absolutely. Okay, let's do this. We have 
Heather on with us. Hi, Heather. Hi. I wanted to call and say hi to Judd. What's up, Heather? How you doing? I'm great. You Awesome. You are the first person who was on when I called Michelle's show a couple oh, really? of calls ago. Yes. Oh, awesome. Yeah, that's, that's been a while. I can't even believe you remember that. That's so cool. How have you been since then? I'm good. I just wanted to call and say hi, so... Hi. Where are you from? I'm from Michigan. Michigan. Okay, I can detect a little Midwestern accent there. I like it. <laughs> I love um, the accent. You probably think I have an accent. Oh, I... Hmm. Unfortunately, yeah, I've got this weird Midwestern accent. But um, like I said, I wanted to call and say hi, and it's just good to hear your voice. Uh, hi, sweetheart. It's so glad. I'm so glad to hear your voice, and thank you so much for calling in. You're the best. Okay, have a great night. You too, sweetheart. Bye-bye. Thanks, Heather. And we have one more. We have Charlie coming up with us. Hi, guys. What's up, Charlie? Hi, Charlie. Hi. Well, I just had a quick question for you guys. So, buddy? Nothing much. Just sitting here with the live feed. (laughs) Awesome. Anything good going on right now? Uh, I had someone mute right now so I can hear you guys. Oh, okay. So, probably not. They're just sitting around. Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah, downtown. Mm-hmm. All right, well, I had a question for you guys, if you oh. don't mind, like, discussing it. Um, last time Vanessa was HOH, I believe she promised Johnny Mac um, a couple of times, uh, next time that she's HOH, that she will not put him up and keep him safe. Now, with her and Shelly keep using him as, like, a pawn, is she going to keep her word, do you think? Or do you think she's going to keep using him as a pawn and put ass in the throat of the veto, or the battle of blocks? Oh. Yeah, that's a really I, good question. I'm interested to see what happens. I think that she seems like a loyal player and it's still early, yeah. so I think that Vanessa would keep her promise I do too. to Mac. But I don't oh, know. I totally Maybe Shelly will get in her ear and she'll do something different because it feels like when Shelly was HOH, she did what Vanessa didn't do. So maybe Shelly would be like, ah, you know, like, I did this for you. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, I think she's playing a really good game. But I believe right now there's, like, two different sides of the house that are in one big group. It's Shelly, the Shelly and Clay, and then you got Austin and Liz and Vanessa. I kind of want to split them, but you're not going to be able to do it this week. Um, I have no clue if she sticks to her word would be good, but yet you're going to put blood on her hands, and I think she's going to just keep asking him to throw the battle a block. Yeah, I could definitely I, see that. I mean, I don't want that to happen, but he takes yeah. it so well, which is good for him. You know, I'd be a nervous wreck, but he does it so well and stuff that I don't think it would matter if he did get put up. I think that he would just be – or they would just think that he's more loyal, you know, and it might even be better for this game. But as a Johnny Mac fan, I really don't want to see that happen. I don't want him being risked again. I want him to be around for a little bit. He's a good player, and he's doing it really well. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. So I can't wait to see if that actually does happen, if she puts him up or not. 
I I have an opinion on this, Charlie. I think that's a great question. I think that Vanessa has not forgotten about it. She brought it up uh, last week as well. And I think that she does value her word to people. And I think she will absolutely honor that. And it won't, she won't put them up on her side, whether somebody convinces Jackie to do it. That's another thing. But I, I think I would like to see him off the block this week. It's fun, but it gets boring to have the same people up every week. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. I think Jason could get it into Jackie's head, and I don't think that Johnny would be Jason's target. So I think he's going to be safe either way. Yeah, I, I think Vanessa. Wishful I believe Vanessa is going to pretty much run uh, Jackie's HOH. Like tell her so? who to put up. Yeah, Jackie seems like the player right now who doesn't really have like strong connections. So she wants to uh, end. So she's probably going to just listen to what Vanessa says and then Vanessa has all the people behind her you keep hearing right. from everybody else the same thing over and over and over again you're going to just yeah. hear what everybody says yeah having an army helps in that house you know it's all about the numbers when it comes down to voting so I think you're right about her having the people behind her and everything and as somebody that watches the feeds because I watch them here and there but I don't get to watch them that often how is Jackie's relationship with Julie opposed to Liz because whenever I've seen the series it seems like Julia's around her a little bit more than Liz is. Do they have a better relationship? Uh, me, I really don't know. I haven't been paying too much attention to the feeds. I yeah. just got my Roku fixed, so I'm just like I've had it for like two days now. Oh well, so I haven't been Roku? paying attention. Yeah, I'm about to get Roku. Do you like that? I know it's kind of off the subject. Oh, I like, like it Roku? so much easier. Put it on my TV, full screen. Yeah. Take what camera I want. I can have all four cameras on, like, a big screen TV instead of my little phone, so. Yeah. The Roku's the way to go these days. <laughs> yeah, well, I watch a lot of Netflix, so, you know, I can do that with my Netflix and stuff, too. You know, one of my buddies has it, but I didn't get to, like, look at it that well, but he said it was, like, 50 bucks or something. So I'm like, I need to uh, buy You can get, like, a cheap one, but I got, like, a $100 one. You can oh, get wow. one for, like, $20, $30, I'm sure. Oh, well, I but, didn't like, know the, they were the just streaming cool. stick, but I have... Yeah, they have a stick, and then they have the Roku one, the two, and the three. I have the three, so. Oh. Okay. But I can watch the live feed. I can watch like the live feed straight off of that. I can watch the videos, um, from CBS. They have every single Big Brother season you can watch for free. Um, oh where? Wow. Uh, yeah, and you can watch live TV, live CBS. Oh, that's, so that's, that's really awesome. Good. Yeah, that's definitely what that's I'm getting. Like. Appreciate that, buddy. I have to say, I actually know Audrey. I play Org, and watching her lead tonight was kind of, like, happy but sad, and it's very funny. It's a different experience watching the show when you know someone, and also when they showed the family today. I knew a couple of the, the one boy, Dalton, that kept talking, and then another girl sitting down. It's very interesting sitting on this side knowing someone in the game. You know Audrey? Yes, I played in, uh, we play Org. They talk about it on the feeds quite a bit, online reality game. And there was a game, right. she was in the season before me. So we kind of talked, like, little little things, and like, nothing big. But, like, I know of her. I have talked to her before, so. And you know Dalton that was on TV tonight as her Oh, yeah, friend. I know him. Yeah, I've known him for a while now. 
So, wow. so I'm, glad, I'm glad you said that. I, I want to reach out, open invitation. I really want Audrey to come on this show. And if you can make that happen, it would be a dream come true. And if she does come on here, I promise you we will not allow phone calls. We would protect her in every form and fashion. We we did this with Shima, and I I want to just literally – reach out and say that she's welcome to come on this show. So if you can make that happen, we would really appreciate that. Yeah, I can send her a message or whatever. I don't know how long till she's able to have access to all that stuff and whatnot. But I can always send, like, a message saying that you guys are good and stuff. So it's up to her. When she met, when um, when out of the house, radio shows didn't even want to talk to her at first because, you know, everybody was mad at her for you know, what she did and, and the way she left Big Brother. And we invited her to come on, and there was a lot of people that wanted to, you know, throw a lot of shade her way and wanted to throw, you know, hate hateful mm-hmm. words her way and everything. And we, we protected her and let her come on and tell her side of things. And what we found out was that Shima is a very beautiful, very educated, incredibly sweet, wonderful, just gorgeous human being. And since then, you know, I mean, everybody has learned to love her, but her first interview and first time coming on a radio show was here on the Rad Reality Show, and she was able to spend a couple of hours just telling her own story and not having to worry about, you know, anyone calling in and, and being hateful. We kept the the chat room. Everybody was nice in the chat room. And just let her talk and tell her own story. And since then, we've done it with people who have, you know, left Survivor in you know, a not so pleasant way, some people who have walked off Survivor. But, you know, sometimes people don't realize what it's like to be on these shows. It's the most unnatural environment you can imagine. And these people aren't always themselves, you know, on a show. And we want to find out who they truly are and what they're really like. And we offer them a platform to come on and just let people know who they really are. And we offer them full protection where they're not going to get hate, hateful people coming on and being mean to them. Um, we just want to offer them a place where they can come and talk about themselves and be themselves. So if you can get that to her and let her know that she has a safe haven to we come and really talk. We really appreciate it. Yeah, I will absolutely send something to her. I know, like, I've listened to you guys for quite a while, and it's one thing that I actually absolutely love about your show is you may not like someone on TV and then actually you guys talk to them and then they answer talking to the fans and whatnot. It turns out to change your whole perspective on them. Um, I was not the biggest fan of Michelle and then you guys changed my opinion on her as well. Not just you guys, but the meet and greet you guys do. I just did my first one at uh, Evil Dick's premiere party this past season. I ran into so many people that I liked and didn't like and yeah. And I'm going to go to Hearts of Reality, which I believe, Judd, you're going to be there. 
So can't wait to meet you. Yeah, I think his phone is messing up. Okay, well, that's fine, the two. I work for Disney, so, like, I do kids, give kids, I help out with Give Kids the World all the time, so so it's a good little thing to see all the reality people come do that. That's awesome. Oh, I was Charlie, I was just going to ask, I'm sorry, Cowboy, Charlie, uh, if you've watched, you know that that's one of Steve's dreams is to uh, work down there. Do you think he has a shot? Well, it's easy to get in through the college program. Um, I work full-time through Disney, and then if you work with Disney, they you can go volunteer with Give Kids the World because it's all connected. So it's pretty easy to do that. And Disney's always hiring, so. <laughs> <laughs> I had planned on being at Give Kids the World. So. Yeah, he is. I had planned on, on being at Give Kids the World this year, and has some health issues, so I can't make it this year, but I'm going to make it next year. I've right. got it. Well, I myself is just doing the autograph part because I have to work that morning, so, but, yeah. I'm heartbroken. I had, I had planned on, on making it this year, and I wanted to be there so bad, so one of those things when you just want to be there so bad and something comes up with your health that you just can't ignore and I put it off. So I won't be making it. But that is one of the best charity events that you can go to. And there's nothing but good things to be said about Give Kids the World. I mean, that's an amazing event. I heard the Toys for Talks in New Hampshire is a good one, too. That's an awesome event as well. Where Where do you live, Charlie? Do you live down down there in Florida, I guess? If you yeah, well, I'm from Disney. Michigan, but I live in Tampa right now. Yeah, and I live in Orlando, obviously. So, there's, um, I'm in Tampa, there's, work in Orlando. There's an amazing event the first weekend of December every year up north on the East Coast called uh, the Big Brother and Friends Toys for Tats. It's in New Hampshire. And Cowboy is the... Um, are you the president. vice president? I'm president. <laughs> okay. I'm, pre- I, I'm president, and Michelle Costa is vice president. Okay. And, um, and we we have a ball every year. Cherry has been a part of it. For a couple of years now, and we we have uh, people from all over. We've had uh, Richard Hatch from Survivor. We've had uh, Lydia Rose. We've had uh, uh, Ronnie Adam uh, Adam Park. Adam Park. Uh, just so many many great reality uh, stars. We've been very fortunate and. Uh, it's it's a good way to give back in the community of uh, Portsmouth, New Hampshire, and we fill up a truck every year. And the Marines in the area is just very grateful and loves us so much. Every time they see us each year now, they're like, "Thank you so much." But you know, anything that anything you do in your hometown from helping with kids is you know 
great. I mean, it's just one of those things where I feel like if we all start helping, this place would be a better place. Absolutely. You know, it's so awesome to see the reality stars who go out and give back to the communities and give back to the fans who support them so much. That's what I love to see is the reality stars who love to go out and mingle with their fans and, you know, just enjoy the fans who support them so much. Because the fans are, are the ones that, you know, sort of make a reality star. You know, if they don't have fans, then who, who are they? And the, re- the reality people who like to get out there and do the charity events and, and mingle with their fans are the ones that I think, you know, are the most loved. You know, the ones that that don't go out and and meet their fans and do the charity events and interact with their fans, I think lose a, lose touch a little bit, you know. But it's so awesome to see the ones that give back and involve and all the charities and stay connected to their fans. Well, before I go, I have one more thing that just crossed my mind, if you don't mind me asking, or, like, it's more of, like, correcting, or maybe you can help me out. Um, I remember earlier you were talking about Audrey being the first person to miss a POV ceremony. Now, if I don't remember right, I believe, didn't last season, DaCosta got was sick and missed one, and Donnie won the yeah. POV and gave it to her? Yeah, Costa was sick and and she did miss a POV. She was very, very sick. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Because I heard a lot of people saying this is the first time someone's missed it. I was like, no, I think Costa missed one, but it was last year. Well, the way they're wording it now is that chose to miss one where they feel that Jocasta would have been there if she wasn't sick. Wow. Um, I think with Audrey, she was there simply because she was crying and sort of upset mm-hmm. and she didn't have the illness aspect that Jocasta had. Jocasta was running a fever and throwing up and was really, really sick. Right. Where Audrey was, yeah. Audrey There's of... something about Audrey that some people know if you're in the like online community like I am with her, is usually she does the same thing in the games. Like she's a hard player. She goes out, she makes all these lies, she manipulates everyone. She's a really great player. She's won quite a bit of games. But once she knows she's gonna end up leaving or going home or gonna lose, she usually quits the game. So it's not a big surprise that this happened, but yet I'm still kind of rooting for her just because I knew her. Really? We have Judd yeah. back with us, so um, Judd, I wanted to just kind of let you know that Charlie was just telling us he's going to be at Give Kids the World. Awesome! I can't wait for Give Kids the World. Did you go last year? 
No, this would be my first year. The first meet and greet, or first time I've ever met anybody was at uh, Dick's premiere party this past year. Uh, right. So, yeah, that was the first time I worked for Disney. I was like, why not just go and show up right after work and say hi? Yeah, for sure. I'm going to tell you, buddy, it's an awesome, awesome charity, and, like, the event is a blast. So you're going to really enjoy yourself. And so, like, get all your friends to come. And so, too, it's going to be a blast. Like, we had so much fun last year, and it's for a good cause. I'm, I'm so excited to go down there. Yeah, so it should be a blast. Yeah, I look forward to meeting you, brother. Yep, I'll make sure you talk to me on this show. That way you know who I am. Yeah, for sure, Charlie. I'll remember you. All right. We're going to have fun. It's going to be a good time for sure. And, you know, like I said, it's for, like, if you go to heartsreality.com, you can uh, you can donate through there or just through givekidstheworld.com, I think. And right. It's, it's amazing, though. Like, I'm so glad I went last year. Obviously, it was my first year going last year. And, you know, I... I was really, like, I hadn't really heard of it before, and so, so like, it's one of the, my favorite charities. That's up there with St. Jude, for sure. Are you going, Cowboy? Uh, no, I don't think so. Uh, I I tell you what, I've, I've had to limit my things I do just because being a father, I I put a lot of my energy into my kids, and, um, yeah, for sure. Know, I, I want I want to be at every one of them, but I have to pick and choose. And, uh, you know, it's just one of those things where my kids are getting older. They're, you know, I've got a son that's uh, starting football across country this year. My daughter's a junior in high school. So these are, you know, the years that I want to be here and uh, be a part of their lives. I feel like that's a cop out. You're really doing a takeover or something. <laughs> yeah, I, I can do it. It's gonna take over. Don't over. listen to that. <laughs> Him and Drew are doing a takeover. Final two. Yeah, that's that's where we are right now. We we are about to do the Big Brother takeover, and you know, yeah, and so we're yeah we're 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 on set right now. <laughs> Oh God! With the twins, Natalie and Adria, are they with you? Are they jumping in the uh, game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Season five is taking over. We're we're gonna Intruders. go show them. We're gonna go show them how to actually play the game. Yeah, that's that's one thing I remember. Audrey said, and uh, she mentioned intruders on the first episode. So that makes me think she might have seen Australia. From from my knowledge, I think that's the only place that calls them intruders. I don't think they call them that in UK. Right? Well, you guys might not even watch, so. I I think you're right. I, I certainly <laughs> do remember intruders uh, in Australia um, and using that term. And they they went wild with that uh, on the last season before uh, they resurrected it. I mean, there was like, I think I one time counted in season eight of uh, Australia where there was a total, almost 30 house guests at some point. Wow. That's hard to keep up with. <laughs> <laughs> it's like UK this past year. It's like a million people came and went from that house with their little time bomb twist. But yeah, they were, what does Natalie and Adria have something to do with the time bomb? I mean, they were the first twins. So that'd be interesting. 
I don't know. I don't really remember them that much. I mean, I remember that they went out one after another, but I don't know. I, yeah. I, I could see Julia going before Liz. I could see them even getting rid of Liz this year before Julia just because she could make herself a bigger target. Right. I don't know. I'm so excited for that. I love this. I'm sorry. I'm just obsessed with the twin twist. I like it. Well, I, I, I think I would like it better if they were able to kept it a better secret than what it has been. Uh, people they really didn't out play it very well. I mean, yeah, but I think they all kind of knew. I, I, I used to think Nick was a twin. That's when. That's why he said, Rick thinks you're a cool guy before we voted. He was Because I thought he was a twin. I was like, I'm going to call it out just in case. Because I hated him sometimes and I liked him sometimes. So I was like, this guy's two different people. But no, nah, big brother paranoia. <laughs> so it was. We've got another caller. Um, Charlie, you can stay on with us. But I'm going to bring uh, up that's one okay. of the first I'm folding clothes. I'm folding oh. clothes right now, so it's easier for me to use two hands. It was great talking to you guys. If you don't mind, just putting me back so I can listen. Okay, oh, sure. So okay. So much. Awesome. Right. See you. Thank Thank you. for calling well, in, Charlie. All right. Bye, guys. You get, have see a great night. I'm going to bring up. We've got one more caller, and we all know her. Um, she's the niece of the founder of our show. We've got Jordan with us. Hi, Jordan. Hey, Terry. Hey, everybody. Hey, girl. Hey, how are you? I'm doing good. How are y'all? Doing well, awesome. So how's schooling going? Where you been, cowboy? I graduated in December. Oh, it's been so Oh, my God. Hey, it was like yesterday you were a little girl, you know, so. I'm all grown up now. Oh, I feel like an idiot. How you been? Good. Um. Find a job in my career field. Nobody wants to hire an accountant with no experience. I don't know why. You gonna lie? Make those jobs that you've never had and say that you work there, and they're never gonna call anyway, so it doesn't matter. (laughs) Just lie. (laughs) Act like I'm in Big Brother and tell a bunch of lies. (laughs) Yeah, just lie. I mean, seriously, everybody lies. On the resume, I mean, just be like, yeah, I was an accountant for so many years at this place. They're not going to check. Uh, How are you working for the Rad Reality Show? <laughs> As an accountant? <laughs> yeah. I do that. On my resume, I have where I worked for my dad and his rental properties. And, like, I I fudged that a little bit and made it sound like I did all his books and stuff. But I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, that's what you have to do. That's a good. <laughs> Which I kind of do. Yeah, I mean, you can extend the truth. It's not really a lie if you extend the truth. Yeah, but uh, since it's a family-owned business, I don't think anybody buys it. Although, Dad would lie for me. Sure they do. <laughs> so, I don't care. So, so, I already know this answer, but are you watching this season? Oh, yeah. I'm in, Matt. Matt, uh... Matt's uh, surprised he recognized Frankie on that one eviction show, and he was like, oh, my gosh, I'm recognizing people from Big Brother. So. Uh, <laughs> he got Matt? for sure. I'm so confused. Who's Matt? Is that, like, your husband or something? Uh, Yeah, he's my fiancé. Oh, okay. My fiancé. 
Yeah, he's sitting here being all quiet. Yeah, my pimp <laughs> said that's that's what they're good for, letting us talk, right? Well, most of the time he's the talker. I don't know why he clams up and gets all shy when I call the show. <laughs> Where are you from? You have an accent like me. Georgia. Georgia. We're in Georgia. I just went to the Braves game yesterday. We lost, but it was still a good time. <laughs> I'm in uh, North Georgia, about 30 minutes from the Tennessee line. Oh, awesome. I love Georgia. It's just like the county over. It's awesome. It's like home. <laughs> All right, guys. Jordan, it's awesome talking to you, Cherry and Cowboy. And let's see, who else is on call? And Charlie's going to Charlie. It's so great being on here. Thanks for having me. And I'm going to have to go because my phone's going to die again. But thanks so much. Uh, go Johnny Mac. Um, if he goes, go Shelly. If, if she goes, go Liz. I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah, I'll be keeping up with it. And be sure to go to GiveKidsTheWorld.com and be sure to donate. It's a good cause. And thanks thanks again, guys. Thank you so much, Thanks Judd. for coming, Judd. All right. All right. See y'all. Take care, hon. He's, I'll tell you what. He is just an amazing guy. I'm glad that he got to call in and uh, – but Jordan, just so, what did you think about tonight's HOH choices? Do you think that is going to stir some things up in the house this week? I don't know. I really like Vanessa, and I think me and Matt were talking about it earlier. I I can see Vanessa winning it. Um, I'm not a big Jackie fan. I don't, but I don't know what Vanessa would do. I feel like she would stay with the Six Sense Alliance. I have I have no idea about Jackie though. Well, apparently a lot has happened. Paul kind of let us know that uh, Austin kind of told uh, Jason about Liz and Julia, and so the uh, Sixth Sense is really not happy with Austin right now. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, we didn't either. He kind of spoiled it for us, but I'm glad he did. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's something that you would never have thought, and I honestly, and I said this to uh, my fiance and my daughter, is the Sixth Sense was, I felt like, going to be one of the strongest alliance in Big Brother history if they stayed together. I felt like they would take one, two, and three, so and so on. But, you know, now there's some cracks. If you can find a crack in alliance and you can peel it from the other bricks, you know, you, you're you doing good. You're destroying a strong alliance if you can do that. Yeah, Austin, even... definitely the the crack in that alliance. He can't keep his yeah. mouth shut just like Audrey couldn't. And yeah. he's the one that's going to crack that alliance. Absolutely, Cherry. I, 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 I can't remember how long ago, but it was several weeks ago, and I'm trying to remember who was on what guest was on our show and I made a comment about Austin just can't keep his mouth shut. And this was weeks ago and he's still doing it. Um, last night, Shelly also said, you know what, Vanessa, we have to maybe have a little girl, girl talk with Julia and really try to find out if Liz is just playing Austin or she's really into him because if she's just playing Austin, 
if we tell her that he spilled the beans, maybe they would turn, you know, they would be okay with Austin leaving and we would gain both girls as our allies. So they were already in the works of trying to uh, see if they could separate Liz and Julia from Austin. So who knows? Well, I mean, and that still would be a strong alliance. So that would still be a six-person alliance and still make it strong. But the thing is, is if one of them cracks, you know, it's just going to fall apart. And I I know that it's just one of those things where I, I like the six-sense alliance. I don't know why. I just feel like they're just more playing the game. The others... You know, they're kind of together, but it's almost like it was the floaters. Until tonight, I'm curious to see if Jackie tries to make any moves this week. And I'm curious to see if she does do that. If she does, you know, maybe she'll, you know, start playing the game. So maybe this will wake her up. Yeah, I I think so. Vanessa has a way of of talking with people and sort of analyzing things with you in a way that she makes you think that you're coming up with the ideas sort of when she analyzes things with you. And she's actually sort of planting the seeds in your head, you know. When you're done talking with her, you know, you think you've made the decisions or you've made the choices, but she's actually planted those seeds in your head and sort of put the the ideas in, in motion for you. And that's a really good player. Um, like Paul just said in the chat room, she's kind of got that Dan Geesling mist sort of about her where she just sets, you know, the ideas in motion when she chats with you. She she analyzes things and says, okay, well, let's talk about this. Let's Let's, you know, figure this out. She gets real serious and puts everything, you know, on the table, talks about how things would play out and if we do this, this, and this, you know. And by the time our conversation is done, you've decided who, you know, you're going to put up and really it's her choice. But she's guided you there. <laughs> and she's good. She's really good. Well, she's a great poker player. I mean, she's made, you know, some good money in life. So, I mean, you can see that she's not showing her cards. She doesn't show her own her own cards very much at all. I love how when they reference music and and play the pinwheel, whatever you would say, uh, towards Vanessa, like they're scratching the wheel. 
you know, because they all think that she's a disc jockey. So it's hilarious how they, you know, reference her, you know, in those comments. And, you know, it takes her sometimes a catch and then she, you know, plays along. But I I love that she is not breaking and she has not told anybody her true uh, profession. No. I was just going to say, Jordan, uh, I will say this, that she actually is a disc jockey. She went to school for it. She has worked as a disc jockey, so she has like a second job, if you will, so that, that fits in fine for her lie. But she has shared with a lot of people, and the numbers have gotten pretty large, that she used to be a professional gambler. So she has let people know that, but they don't really, they haven't really obsessed with it, the other house guests. Oh, that's, you know, something different from watching the live feeds and over, you know, the after dark, because I did not catch that. You're a little bit invested than me, Paul. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it, it uh, I, I always wait for interesting things on the feeds. Uh, I had missed them for a few days, uh, a couple days back, and when I came back, I find out that all this stuff was going down with Audrey, and it was like, come on, I just took a few days off from the feeds, and this happened? I'm going to say good night now. <laughs> All, All right, right Jordan. Thanks, Thomas. <laughs> no problem. Hey, I'm go, go, my best. Go get, a, go get another degree in college, so next time you call, I can ask how school's going. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'm. Uh, Dad'll probably kick me out of the house if I stop working to go to school. <laughs> oh, I <I'm> bet. <laughs> uh, Jordan, thank you so much for calling in. Thank you guys for having me, and I'm sure I'll be listening next week. All right, we'll be here. Bye. Have a good night, so, babe. So real quick, as we are winding down, I real quick want to talk about this. Paul, I already asked Cherry, but did you watch uh, Home Free uh, last night? I did not. I did see the... Uh, very beginning of it, and so I know what it's about because I, I wasn't sure what the show was going to be about. Um, but it certainly seems like it's going to be quite a, a tearjerker type of show. It, it, you know, I cried two or three times. I think it's one of my favorite reality shows in a long time, besides Big Brother, I have to say that. But Home Free, it just, I don't know. You've got eight wonderful families that deserves a home, and you know they're trying to compete every week, and the last person standing wins a free home. But what they don't realize is if they get evicted, the home that they worked on for that week, they get to keep. And it's just all they know is they're creating these homes for a needy family. And what they don't realize, the needy family is all eight of them. 
and it's a great concept. It was, I mean, I was like, why didn't I think about that? And you have Mike Holmes, and he is an incredible builder. And it's just, it's well put together. It's just, I promise you, if you watch it, you will not waste your time. It is a tearjerker, Paul, so make sure you have the Kleenexes nearby because it does pull some waterworks. Cowboy, I watched the entire episode tonight after you told me about it. Rich and I watched the entire first episode, and you are so correct. That show is so well done. That's going to be a big hit. That show is incredible. Yeah, and it was well all put eight, Oh, my gosh. For all eight of them to receive a home. And then the last one standing gets this dream home that is amazing. It's but beautiful. All eight of them gets a free home. And... They're all so deserving. You know, they all have store background stories that they share. And all of them have incredible stories as to why they, you know, really need a home, you know. But they're there yeah. helping build needy families. And they don't know who those needy families are. When they get evicted, you know, um, he takes them in and says, would you like to meet the needy family that we've built this home for? And he puts up a picture of them, and they just lose it. And it's just amazing to see them get that home offered to them. It, Absolutely. And these uh, these are people that want to have a kid, or they're uh, people that has a kid, or there was this family that uh, I believe they were married like 13, 14 years, and they've got four kids. I mean, and there's an engaged couple. There's a newlywed. There's, I mean, just there's just so many great angles that they were able to do with this uh, reality show. It is so, so heart-touching. We have another caller um, on the switchboard that, I would like to bring up, um, if you don't mind, I, I don't know if he watched the show or not, but we were we were sending out thoughts and prayers to him last week, so I think you might know who I'm talking about. Do you mind? No, bring Billy Bob up. <laughs> Billy Bob? Okay. <laughs> Billy Bob. We have Mr. Shytown Joe with us. Hi, Joe. How are you, babe? Oh, I'm okay, I guess. Billy Bob, though. <laughs> You're funny. <laughs> yeah, I was listening last week. Sure, I, I don't miss a show. Well, we, we, we do appreciate fans like you, and you're, you're more than a fan. You're a family to us, and uh, we hope that, you know, for what it's worth, we hope that you're doing better, um, you know, it's tough losing a uh, parent or family member, period. So my heart does go out to you still, and hopefully, uh, you know, with time you will heal. Well, I think that uh, I'll be going to Toys for Tots this year, and that'll 
make me feel better. And I might even crash uh, Michelle and say, hey, I want to go out to L.A. because I've still got those airplane tickets I have to use before <laughs> Toys for Tots. Oh. <laughs> so I'm going to say, Michelle, let's go together. <laughs> I'll meet you in Chicago. <laughs> you know? Oh, wow. Let's go to Burbank. <laughs> there you go. Be a jet setter now, Joe. Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> I, just <want> to, <laughs> I just don't. You know what would be good is get, getting Vanessa to come to Toys for Tots and DJ. Absolutely. That would, that, there that you would go. be a great idea. You know, she's very good. I could tell. <laughs> You know, you could just tell a DJ could tell a DJ. You know, and uh, what what was the one was what uh, the DJ from last year? Or was it the year before? The girl. Oh, um, Pia. Uh, Joe. Hey, hey, oh. Oh, yeah. Pi, yeah. Pi. Uh, hola. Pa, pa. Yeah, yeah. I, I get pa, pa, pa. Every it's like every other day she's in a different city, spinning. So she's still going. You know, but, hey Joe, Joe, I didn't. I don't know if you know this, but I spin every night when I get too much uh, alcohol. I, in me, I spin before I go to bed. Well, Cheryl should, <laughs> should tie you down. <laughs> I'm, jo- I'm joking, but you know, it's not a bit. Yeah, it was a good show tonight. Uh, I was kind of glad to see her go because uh, I just I'm more of a purist and I like them to play the game the way it's supposed to be played. But uh, you know, um, I was worried about what she would say to Julie, <laughs> you know. And uh, I don't know if that section was live. Really, do you think it was live? Because we got uh, told this morning that they were going to tape parts of tonight's show. Someone I, I talked to today said that it wasn't going to be a live show. Uh, supposedly, I guess someone had uh, tickets to the show, and they supposedly called them and saying that um, it wasn't going to be a live show, but it almost looked like a live show. Yeah, well, they did pretty good with Frankie. Yeah. So you never really know. It's only one segment, really. You know. Right. They've, but, they've been doing this for many years. If it wasn't live, they know how to get those people in there quick. And, you know, yeah. it, they, they can make it look live pretty good. But I, I don't know. I felt like well, it was... Uh, a live show. Well, I think they can also uh, get uh, CBS employees that they can control, don't you think? Yeah, they oh, did absolutely. That. Yeah. They yep. definitely could do that. They could get the interns and stuff and say, sit. This they they is, didn't uh, show anybody in the audience. It was always all the back, back shot of the audience. Where the previous weeks we've seen pop-ups by Devin and uh, uh, Danny and Dominic and uh, even Frankie and, you know, all that kind of stuff. 
Well, I will never forget, uh, Jerry was talking about Shima earlier. I will never forget that season. Shima was so irate about the coup d'etat that she said over and over again in her HOH room that CBS better have the bleeper ready because she was going to swear for the entire episode. And all of a sudden, we find out they couldn't trust her, and they ended up taping that show on Thursday morning, a tape to live, so they could have control over it. So yeah. that's that's what I remember the most. Oh, Russell was really getting on her case that week, wasn't he? With Shima? Oh, there was so much fighting in that season. It was it was crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. But uh, you know, it's it happens, you know, occasionally. You know, I mean, geez, we've seen how many p- times have we seen, you know, just short of fist punching, you know. But they well, don't let that happen too much anymore, you know. It happened much earlier, you know, where people really got pissed off at people and let loose, but you only got to see it on the feeds, you know. Uh, one uh, would be uh, your sister, uh, Cowboy, Nakoma. Yeah. She got really upset. And uh, somebody put it up on the uh, on uh, Facebook, the whole, you know, the whole scene, you know. And, you know, I don't think these, the, the uh, newbies know about half of these because they don't buy the seasons when it really was electric. Wow. You know, I mean, I love, I love. Don't get me wrong, I love this season. I really like, and I'm not saying this because of Acosta, but I, I do like Jason because he is really an Uber fan. Wow. He knows everything. He does know everything. Yeah, I'm I mean. I'm really shocked they kept him in the game knowing that he knows so much. I mean, yeah. they, don't, they don't see a threat by him. I mean, they... they well, he just, doesn't win much. No, no. <laughs> he doesn't win too much. <laughs> like tonight, when you watch him, he's just standing there, you know, like, duh, you know. But, uh, but uh, I mean, he's entertaining on the feeds, Late at night or early, God, they're still up at, you know, Paul will tell you, Jerry will tell you, if you had the feeds at 6 o'clock in the morning, you're still, they're still going, you know, with the coffee and that. He's very observant, too. He he observes everything. He's one of the first to notice when something is different or something's a little off. He is the first to notice. Yes. You know what? I was, I'm going to get off the phone because you've got three minutes left. So I know you want to get off the phone and or get a, you know, the show should end. So, But I just want to so, thank, thank you for your kind yeah. words and personal words. I would have called you, but I was too damn busy just to talk. But maybe in the next week I'll call you at home and um, you know, just have a few private words with you. I talked talk to Paul, and I talked to Cherry. I, talk, I called Cherry very early this morning. <laughs> so, <laughs> I woke her. 
Yeah, you're an early bird. Well, Joe, thank you so much calling in. I cannot wait to talk to you later on this week. And uh, thank you so much for being a part of the show. And we will talk to you next time. Yes, and love you all. So have a lovely evening. You too. Bye-bye now. Well, I, I want to say thank you to the podcast listeners, people listening in the chat room. Uh, everyone that called in was on our switchboard. Uh, thank you to Judd for calling in. Uh, Paul Cherry, thank you so much. Uh, I'm working on a couple uh, ideas for next week, so hopefully they pan out, and we will have an epic uh, week uh, next week, and I cannot wait to see what happens in the Big Brother house. Thank you so much. Thank you, Cowboy. It's been another fun night. It was awesome hearing from Judd again. He's always such a pleasure to talk to. And I want to remind everybody to join us again on Monday for the Manic Monday show with Michelle Costa from Big Brother Season 10. Her show is at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central for the Manic Monday show with Michelle Costa. And I hope everyone has a Great weekend. Be safe. Be kind to each other. I'm going to close the show with Ron as we always do. Here he is now. I want to finish off with a song. I really felt like it was a great show, and um, I really do appreciate everyone that did listen and everyone who called in. Thank you. Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, the Manic Monday Rad Reality Show with Michelle Costa. So don't forget, good night. That's right. Ron said it too. Be kind. Forget the Manic Monday Show with Michelle Costa. Guys, say good night. Good night. Good night. Enjoy the feats. That's a wrap. Have a great weekend, everybody.